When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. I'm Billy Embody. Thanks for listening. Happy early Memorial Day weekend. About to get out of here and do a little vacationing myself. So all set for that weekend. But of course, wanted to get a podcast out to you guys. And today, we're going to look at the official visit slate as it stands right now for SMU targets in the class of 2024. But before we do that, SMU did lose a commitment, in a sense, from 2023 Duncanville defensive back Lamadric Spencer. And Lamadric Spencer is a guy who we've been talking on this podcast about for well over a year now, and he committed to SMU um, kind of right before the early signing period and then ended up not signing and um, didn't sign during National Signing Day in February, and he was an under-the-radar prospect in the sense of, look, he always needed to kind of take care of things in the classroom to find himself at SMU. And unfortunately, he tweeted out uh, Wednesday night, honestly, as I was pulling up to the Duncanville spring game, uh, that he was uncommitted and his recruitment was open. Now, SMU did get him committed. They were hopeful that he would get into school, but I'm told that he fell just short. Um, this is a guy that didn't sign with SMU in a sense. So he did, he doesn't count against their initial counters. So it doesn't really impact them scholarship wise. Uh, They were going under the assumption that he would make it, but they've also been kind of planning for him not to make it at the same time. So no real impact on the scholarship situation heading into 2023 now. But what I can tell you is if he does in fact land into junior college, SMU will still recruit him. This is a guy they're very high on. Lamadric Spencer is a, interesting cornerback prospect in the sense that he's very thin, but he is also one of the top shutdown man-to-man corners. I've seen him do it against some of the top prospects in the state of Texas. He did a very, very good job uh, against some of the, the top prospects in Texas on Duncanville's run to a state championship. So um, SMU did address the cornerback room in a big way in the transfer portal. We saw a late addition in Keyshawn Mills that was separate from whether or not LaModric Spencer was going to come to SMU. But overall, this is a guy that would have redshirted, gotten weighed on, um, been somebody that they would have developed and and gotten him to a point where he could hold up in in major college football and then gone from there. But I'm told they're still going to recruit him. He's a guy to circle SMU with the transfer portal. Hasn't necessarily been too active in the junior college world. So if he does pop up on a junior college roster, that will be right away one of their top targets uh, in the junior college ranks. Uh, but so that was uh, a big piece of news coming out uh, Wednesday night um, for Lamadric. He was at SMU spring game. This is the guy that really wanted to stay home and um, you know play for SMU. Uh, he told me that in August when I saw him uh, at his season opener uh, early on in the season. So um, he ends up committing to SMU and they kind of were hopeful he would get through, but unfortunately he doesn't. 
I will say, though, shifting gears to a 2024 prospect that SMU is in on at Duncanville, Kadavian, uh, Kadavian Dotson Walker, the four-star safety um, who has an official visit set now uh, at SMU, is somebody that I wanted to lead off with. We talked about uh, him last week as far as a guy who SMU could certainly uh, become, you know, become very, very much involved with. Um, he uh, is still... One of the top targets for SMU overall in the class of 2024. You see the on three recruiting prediction machine there has LSU as the favorite. I'm intrigued to see if LSU is going to fill up or not with him um, uh, or with safeties, I should say. But Kadavian Dodson Walker, very much a top target for SMU uh, as the summer official visits start. He's got Arizona State and he's got SMU set um, for the summer. He's going to uh, come in on a huge recruiting weekend, June 22nd. That's shaping up for SMU. He visits Arizona State early, or excuse me, Oklahoma State earlier in the summer. Um, he's got LSU and Texas still recruiting him. I, I think he could make another official visit somewhere else, maybe. But as far as top targets entering the summer, that is one of the top ones. But I wanted to use that as an easy, obviously, uh, transition from one Duncanville player to another. But we're going to back it all up to the beginning of June and start with the official visit rundown as uh, really we've seen over the last 24 to 48 hours, a lot of guys uh, lock in those official visits. But before we do that, I got to talk to you about our friends at Dank Vodka. Uh, Dank Vodka, uh, the first terpene-based vodka in the world, one of the smoothest uh, tasting vodkas you could find, a, a vodka that you could sip on the rocks. Um, it's really designed to be a pre-prohibition style vodka uh, that is smooth, that you can drink on the rocks just by itself or um, with a with a mixer. Um, but I drink it on the rocks. Very smooth, very fresh. Um, a nice summer cocktail for you guys. You can kind of see the bottle uh, in the corner there, um, opposite of uh, where you see Kadavian's uh, um, profile there. But Dank Vodka, really excited about what Trey Feist is doing there. Um, we're looking forward to continuing to work with them as they continue to bring um, the first terpene-based vodka to uh, the country and now available in Florida, actually, at Total Wine. Like I've been telling you guys, they're a premium uh, brand for Total Wine. So they've got that stamp of approval. The way they distill and filter the vodka just takes out all the impurities. So make sure if you're at Total Wine or Specs um, or on Drizzly, you check out our friends at Dank Vodka. We appreciate their support of the On the Pony Express podcast. Now, we jump into the official visit rundown here for SMU, and we're starting at the beginning. Uh, one of the top prospects now on the defensive line board for Calvin Thibodeau, a guy I'm really excited to see as a senior, is Sterling Brooks, um, a really, really talented uh, defensive uh, lineman. And you see that 6'5", 330-pound frame uh, that SMU is going after. Uh, he is very much on the board for the Mustangs, and I will say, Baylor offered, North Texas has made a move um, to offer him as well. Um, and he is now uh, very much on the radar for plenty of FBS programs looking for those big defensive tackles that can move and plug the middle, which SMU is always looking for that. Now that Scott Simons is running the show with that 3-4 type of style of defense. Um, Sterling Brooks set his official visit June 9th. Right now, that is the only official visitor Expected in town that weekend for SMU. 
I would imagine there's more. You're not seeing that early, that first weekend of June official visit weekend uh, really take off because SMU is hosting their mega camp. Um, SMU and TCU kind of back to back hosting those mega camps with over 100 schools in attendance. It's a massive opportunity for players to get on the radar. Um, and, you know, SMU is uh, continuing to make that run of the mega camp. So um, that is a big piece of the recruiting puzzle for SMU. And uh, so that is June, uh, just the beginning of June. So they're going to, the whole coaching staff will be on hand. So they're really using the last three weekends for official visits um, when it comes to the prospects they're after in the 2024 class. And the second or the third weekend, I should say, June 15th through the sixth, uh, June 15th through the 17th, really, um, or 18th, kind of depending on when guys come in, um, is going to be that big official visit weekend. So is the last weekend of June uh, that they're able to use official visits, which is the 22nd. Um, but Tyler Aronson, the SMU quarterback commit, has locked in his official visit for that weekend. So he'll be on campus to recruit some of SMU's top targets overall in the class uh, when he comes to campus. And coincidentally enough, right now, um, the ones we've learned about are both defensive players um, with uh, Zach Smith and Zaylen Scott. And we'll get into them in, in just a second. But Tyler Aronson's a guy that spent a week in Dallas around uh, spring practices, getting a chance to watch SMU's coaching staff go to work, uh, get more familiar with the offense. He's an early enrollee. Um, so he's going to come in in January and, and hit the ground running. You know, Preston Stone's going to be around. Uh, Keldrick Luster will be on campus and have gone through a semester by then. Uh, and of course, Kevin Henry Jennings and, and Alex Padilla. So uh, those guys are going to make up what I would call one of the deepest quarterback rooms I've been around at SMU. Uh, just really top to bottom. So obviously SMU is in a great situation with Tanner Mordecai, Preston Stone, and Kevin Henry Jennings. That's going to be tough to beat kind of long-term uh, when you have a guy that uh, threw for as many yards as Tanner, had so much upside with Preston Stone, and then also the, not necessarily the surprise, but the production when called into action from Kevin Henry Jennings. So um, SMU's quarterback room, the future is bright, and Tyler Aronson is uh, next up in that regard. So he'll be in town helping recruit uh, guys like Red Oak linebacker, I know he's listed as a safety, but Red Oak linebacker Zach Smith, uh, he is one of the most sought-after recruits now in the state of Texas at the linebacker position. Uh, he's got Baylor hosting him for an official visit. He's got Washington State that's going to host him as well. Ole Miss is probably expected to get an official visit from what I gather, um, but SMU has long been one of the top schools for him. They've been after him from qu for quite some time. Uh, and Maurice Crum has really made a nice impression. Uh, Zach Smith was in attendance for SMU's spring game. Uh, and like I said, they've just done a really nice job recruiting him. So if they can hold off Baylor and that, you know, right now still, as we await news of the Pac-12, that power five aspect of things, maybe SMU can get this one across the finish line and land a key target at the linebacker position in his class. Um, I, I think he's somebody that really has a lot of upside because uh, he did start at the safety position, then moved down into that linebacker role for Red Oak. So they'll have Zach Smith on campus. They'll also have Zaylen Scott, uh, one of the guys that set his official visit up um, just yesterday, uh, announcing that on Twitter. Um, he's also going to visit Bowling Green the weekend after SMU. I think Zaylen Scott is an interesting prospect. He doesn't have that height that you 
necessarily love to see at the edge spot, but he does have plus length when it comes to a 6'2 frame. And what that means is he's got longer arms than really you would project for a 6'2 guy. 215, he might be able to play a little bit of linebacker in a pinch, could drop into coverage, maybe a little bit easier coming from that edge spot. But um, the thing he prides himself on, and uh, I, I've really you know watched him closely because I do feel like he is one of the most interesting prospects in this class from a sense of, look, you see he's ranked as a just inside the top 100 <clears throat> overall edge prospects in the country. You see his offer list. He's got North Texas. He's got Texas State. He's got Colorado. Um, he's got some other uh, FBS offers, but he doesn't really jump out at you as a major prospect. But he is somebody that SMU is recruiting very hard. They have hosted him on campus multiple times this spring for unofficial visits, and now they've locked in that official visit. And as we'll find out later in the podcast, SMU is heavily involved with one of his teammates as well. Um, but Zaylen Scott is the other one right now that is locked in for an official visit uh, that weekend. Um, and I will say, and as we go through this, sometimes the dates aren't really matching up, but uh, there are two more official visitors that weekend and we'll uh, move over um, to the state of Louisiana for this next one. And that's Gabriel Relaford. And SMU is one of the first schools to offer him from Shreveport, Louisiana. So not too far down the road from SMU in a sense, goes to Evangel Christian, one of the star studded programs uh, in this, uh, in the, in the state of Louisiana. And SMU is going to host him for an official visit uh, this weekend as well. But since SMU had him on campus for the spring game, this one's gotten a lot tougher, I would say. Um, you've seen Baylor offer him, Ole Miss, Ole Randall Joyner trying to be a thorn in the side uh, of SMU. Uh, Vanderbilt uh, has had an official visit locked in. Texas A&M has offered him. He is somebody that about 6'2 and a half, 250, 255 pounds, is going to grow into a defensive lineman. He's somebody that has played some linebacker for Evangel in the, in the past. But his just his body has just really exploded. And he is one of those guys that when I look at his production and I look at some of the athletic and uh, me measurables uh, traits that he has, I really think that out of all of SMU's targets right now, he really might have the one of, some of the most upside. Um, he is going to grow even more in terms of packing on weight to his frame. I know Texas A&M is going to host him unofficially this summer and then go from there and see if they really turn up the heat. But you look at Baylor, you look at Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, those are programs that are expecting to get him on campus at this point. Ole Miss and Vanderbilt both have official visits locked in for the summer as well. Um, and he has really been a guy that, look, you can see it right there on the on three RPM. I put in a pick for him. You can go see that publicly. I'm not hiding anything uh, or giving away anything. But that visit at the spring game really stuck out to him. Now it's about SMU weathering the storm. Can they get him across the finish line um, and get him committed? It would be one of the big recruiting wins that I've really seen from SMU um, over the past uh, you know, few cycles, just overall. You're looking at a prospect that's red hot, picking up offers left and right. He's probably going to camp at LSU too, um, but he's at, had over 120 tackles. I mean, just made plays all over the field for Evangel. And uh, he is going to officially visit SMU. He's got one more official visit weekend open. I'm interested to see who slides in there and tries to get that spot for an official visit. But SMU is going to take its shot um, the weekend of June 15th, 16th 
um, and try to make its run and get him across the finish line. He's a guy that SMU's made a good impression on, and we'll see if they can uh, really get him on board. Kind of an under-the-radar prospect now. Um, out of the state of Alabama, an SMU legacy, actually, is some of his family went to SMU. Graham Utter, uh, he's listed as a defensive lineman. We've got to get him changed over to offensive line, but he does play both ways, ways for Bayside Academy there in Daphne. 6'5", 275, I've talked about him before. He's also coming to town that weekend, um, and SMU leads the RPM uh, heavily. He's been to SMU now uh, once. He's got an official visit lined up. Um, other programs like Troy, UAB have now entered the mix since SMU offered um, all the way back in the spring. And he had one of the top testing uh, times and, and just overall um, measurables that you want from an offensive lineman, um, especially when it comes to guys that, you know, group of fives primarily are, um, you know, recruiting. Um, he's now picked up an offer from um, uh, Harvard as well. Uh, he is just a guy that I think a lot of programs are sleeping on. I'm not, he's, he's going to be somebody that takes a little bit of time, I think, to develop. He's coming from a, you know, a smaller school in the state of Alabama. If he does get to SMU, if he does commit to SMU, he's going to be a developmental guy. But he reminds me a lot of Evan Brown from South Lake Carroll. Totally different levels of competition coming out of high school. But the testing traits are there, which is what we really like to see when it comes to offensive linemen. So Graham Utter will be that final official visitor uh, in for that weekend. And then SMU's got its work uh, kind of cut out for itself in a sense, you know, going official visit weekend into a midweek um, is what we call it when a prospect comes in during the week. June 19th, Monday, Harry Stewart, the Frisco Centennial uh, running back who has offers from really all over the country uh, is going to come in for an SMU official visit. You see Kansas leads the on three recruiting prediction machine, but the Jayhawks have an official visit set with him. Uh, our Sam Spiegelman had a pick in for him to land elsewhere. Uh, he ends up putting it in for Kansas once maybe some interest fizzled um, on that, uh, you know, interest. And now Kansas leads. But I think SMU is going to really turn up the heat here. Keenan Hall doesn't feel like he has to sign a running back in 2024. He's kept his list fairly short, but he's kept it really high profile. Um, we've talked about the likes of Nathaniel Palmer. We've talked about Johan Cardenas. Um, we've talked about a bunch of prospects in the class of 2024, but Harry Stewart um, is a guy we caught up with at OnThePonyExpress.com just earlier this month. Um, so if you missed that interview, go to his profile, check it out. Um, you could subscribe for just $30, gets you six months of On The Pony Express uh, intel and access behind the paywall. But Harry Stewart is a guy that sits as a high three-star prospect. He's been really productive at Centennial um, just up the road from where I live. Uh, so SMU is going to turn up the heat here. You get in to his official visit schedule, kind of the back half of that month of June, and you hope that by his senior season, if he wants to make that decision, you've positioned yourself well enough to keep him close to home. And I know Keenan Hall has been by there and checked in on him. So um, I, when I interviewed him, I was he, he hadn't said his SMU official visit just yet, but he said he was planning on it. But now that it's locked in, you got to feel – better and better about, you know, maybe where SMU stands just overall um, with Harry Stewart. So Harry Stewart will be in on that Monday um, for his official visit to check out SMU. We go to the last weekend of June that uh, colleges can host official visitors. They can also host prospects. 
the last weekend of July, but the uh, last weekend in June is June 22nd through the 25th that uh, programs can host official visitors. And we're going to kind of go back and forth here because we've got a set of twins that uh, are coming in from California uh, to take an official visit to SMU. Wade and Brent Helton from Corona Centennial High School in California, one of the state's top programs um, just throughout the years of producing talent. And they're both coming in. They've got three official visits lined up. They've got Arizona State, Iowa State, and SMU. SMU is going to get the last crack at these guys. And I was talking with Wade uh, earlier um, as as we are kind of getting in touch about official visits and things like that. And he said, Garen Justice has just really stuck out to them. And if you look at Garen Justice right now, he's kind of on a little bit of a heater when it comes to recruiting. He obviously brought in the transfer hall, the four offensive linemen, but his three prospects that he signed um, in the 2023 class were impressive, especially going out to California last cycle and getting Sean Scott, who ended up picking up a Cal offer. Alex Woods ended up having some bigger offers down the stretch as well, but they hold on to them and they get him across the finish line. He's got grandmother coming in. That was a, that's one of those ones where you got to trust your eval on that. Um, But these two guys, they have multiple power five offers, Minnesota, Oregon state, Washington state, um, programs across, across the country. And then, of course, the two official visits that SMU is battling is Arizona State and Iowa State. Now, the Sun, Devil, Sun Devils do hold the on-three recruiting prediction machine lead for both prospects, um, and it makes sense. They've uh, gone you know, there for an unofficial visit earlier this spring, so maybe a little bit more familiarity. But you look at Brent Helton, 6'5", 300-pound offensive lineman, projects to be on the interior he can kind of play all over, but Wade Helton, 6'5", 285, um, can play offense tackle. That's where SMU's recruiting him. Obviously, the way Garen Justice rolls, they're going to try to get you on the field no matter what. Um, but both of these guys are really emerging as top targets on the offensive line for SMU. That makes three offensive linemen that have official visits set with SMU. And once again, SMU kind of going national with its approach to recruiting offensive linemen. So um, those two will be very interesting guys to watch if they do make that official visit. Um, but both said they're excited about it. They're ready to spend some time with Garen Justice, who they really, really enjoy um, as far as you know uh, a guy who's recruiting him. We flip over to the defensive side of the ball, and we go to a prospect um, who's at Cedar Hill, High school, one of the state's top producers of talent, and that is Alexander Rogers. He's a teammate with, with Zalen Scott. He transferred uh, to Cedar Hill this spring. He ended up running track. He's got some serious wheels. He's got a uh, wind aided, uh, slightly wind aided 10 6 400 meter time. So, as far as corners go, that's what you want. If you're sub 11, you can roll. You've got the potential to be one of the top corners in college football, just based on that speed overall. Now, uh, he tells me that uh, Kansas State is the big competition for SMU in this one, but this has been a top target for Ricky Hunley for a long time now. And he's a relatively quiet prospect, I'll be honest with you. He played his uh, previous season at Dallas Kimball. But now that he's at Cedar Hill, I'm intrigued to see how he fits in over there with that program uh, as they get into, you know, the fall. Um, but Van Malone, former SMU defensive coordinator and a really good developer of, of corners, is making a big push for Alex Rogers out of Cedar Hill. I think he's more of a nickel type, like 5'10", 
165 is one what we got him at. I think those numbers are a little um, uh, old, um, and I, I bet you he's a little bit heavier at this stage right now. Um, but uh, we'll kind of get some updated measurements on those. But North Texas just offered him. He's got offers from Baylor, and Texas Tech, and Oklahoma State, but SMU is the lone school right now that has an official visit locked in with him, which is why you see them have the overwhelming lead on the on three recruiting prediction machine. Um, I think he's somebody that when you look at Nichols, you have to have that elite speed and he's got it. And I feel like at times that is where teams get let down. They try to trust, um, you know, maybe a, a, just a game tape evaluation or, um, you know, you see him in camp and he looks good, but how fast is he? How can, can he really roll? Alex Rogers has shown that he can really roll. So, um, Ricky Hundley turning the heat up there, and SMU will host him that last weekend of uh, June official visits that are allowed. Um, and they'll he'll do so with another Dallas area prospect and a guy that we've had on the radar for a long, long time. And we talked about Kadavian Dotson Walker maybe being one of the biggest priorities in the class. We let off of that. We end with one of the biggest priorities in the class for SMU, and that's William Nettles, Dallas Christian defensive back who plays both ways. If you can get Alex Rogers and William Nettles on board, you have your corner room really solidified long-term. You've got multiple young guys in your room entering the 2023 season with Jalen Davis Robinson, A.J. Davis, Keyshawn Mills, a bunch of guys. But if you can get Nettles and you can get Alex Rogers, you have two different body types that can come in at corner and really compete right away. And SMU has been recruiting William Nettles two-way standout for Dallas Christian for a long, long time now. I, I think he's been on the radar for SMU for three years now, quite honestly. Um, so he enters his senior season. He was the first on three RPM pick I made when I got over uh, to ontheponyexpress.com. I'm still sticking by it. SMU's battling Purdue right now. Nebraska is in there. I think the Cornhuskers could be trying to make a run. They've been making a big push in the Dallas area as well. They lead off with the first official visit. Um, guys like Bob Wager and Garrett McGuire, uh, coaches like that, really making a push in the Dallas area. I saw them last night at Duncanville spring game. I also saw former SMU defensive lineman Demerick Gary, who's now recruiting uh, against SMU at North Texas as their defensive line coach. But back on topic with William Nettles, Purdue will host him the weekend before SMU. Sam Carter is up there, and he's been recruiting William Nettles for just as long as SMU has, really, maybe a little bit less. But they have a great relationship. I'm really intrigued to see how William Nettles uh, goes. But look, if you say if you say follow the visits and you say you know follow what they do, we talk a lot about that in recruiting from time to time. William Nettles would be an example of a guy that stacking his official visits, he's given SMU the last shot, and I I think that can be a good sign. I'm not a big believer in that you have to get the last official visit to close out a recruitment, uh, but. Um, you also really um, can, in certain instances, maybe feel a little bit better about it. And I think with William Nettles, I feel a little bit better about it um, than, than maybe somebody else who was giving SMU maybe a little bit of um, not fake love by any means, but a guy that, you know, you can kind of see the writing on the wall. He might not go there. He, you know, it isn't really warm and fuzzy about it, but William Nettles um, is really, really uh, a guy that, you could tell he likes SMU. Um, he really does. So he, I think he's going to have a tough decision on his hands just from a relationship standpoint. But he was on campus multiple times for visits. He was at the SMU spring game. He's very, very comfortable 
around SMU. So um, that is really one of those guys that with the amount of time SMU's invested there, I feel like you've got to find a way to get him across the finish line and get him on board um, because he is, you know, also at a premium position. You know, it's hard to land really good defensive backs. And when you've been recruiting a guy like him for as long as you, you know, have an SMU's case, um, it'd be a really, really nice um, addition um, when it comes to uh, your your secondary. Um, two prospects uh, of note that have, one has already taken an official visit, one just scrubbed an official visit. Kobe Branham uh, visited the first weekend in May. Um, Arkansas is the heavy on three RPM leader there. He's the 2024 offensive lineman out of Arkansas. Razorbacks jumped into the mix. They hold the last official visit right before his commitment date. Um, he's just kind of blown up, and I think the in-state Razorbacks will probably win out there. Peyton Stewart, um, a big 6'7 offensive tackle from uh, Washington, uh, ended up committing to Northwestern after his official visit there. Um, so he's taking his talents out of the Pacific Northwest, which you know was a little surprising, but he loved what he saw up there and decided to go ahead and make his commitment. So he was another 2024 offensive tackle that SMU was after. And he is no longer uh, going to officially visit. He's locked in with Northwestern. So with that, guys, we've run down the official visitors for SMU. I, I think, you know, just an overall thought on the class right now. Um, I, I did drop the biggest targets and must land guys for SMU. Add on the PonyExpress.com. That must land article is, is, is relatively fresh. We've seen a lot of, obviously, official visits set, but you can find it on the message board. Um, I, I think this class is trending in a pretty good direction. Um, we're going to find out over the course of June, a lot of these guys are going to make those decisions and make those commitments once they get done with these official visits. And then we'll really have an idea, obviously where SMU stands heading into the fall. Maybe they do add more talent like they did over the course of the fall with guys like Kevin Allen or Jamari and Carroll right before the season and guys like that um, in the 2024 class. But you see the priorities, you know, uh, one more prospect of note that I'll give you guys. And we've talked about him before um, is uh, Jonathan Agumadu uh, out of McKinney. Uh, he's a prospect that uh, SMU did jump into the mix. Uh, they're going to get an official visit. He's been on campus multiple times. I got to get him a picture, of course, but Oklahoma state holds an official visit from him right now. And he really, really um, was impressed with that SMU offer. So I think it's a matter of when, not if, uh, he sets an official visit. And, you know, he had really good things to say about SMU. So um, when you continue to track these guys and maybe watch their actions, he showed that genuine interest in SMU. And I would bet you he takes an official visit to SMU. And it wouldn't shock me if, when we look up in July, if Zach Smith and Jonathan Agumadu are the commitments at the linebacker position for SMU. So I just think this is going to be, um, you know, those are two guys that uh, you can really feel good about if you get on board multiple power five offers and um, local guys as well. So I like the direction the class is uh, headed. You've got a really high profile guy in Jamari Colley, wild man committed out of Dallas South Oak Cliff. And you also have Tyler Aronson, who's been a big leader in this class. He's also one of the better quarterbacks in the country. Um, and SMU feels good about him just the way they've recruited him for years and years. So um, it's a good starting point. June is about to get crazy for SMU, so be sure to track it all at OnThePonyExpress.com. Pick up a subscription, just $30 for six months. 
Hope you guys have a great Memorial Day weekend. I'll be out on the water, but we'll have some content out on the site for you guys to check out. So be sure to subscribe uh, and keep smashing that subscribe button to our YouTube channel. Appreciate all you guys and, and the growth that we've seen out of the YouTube channel. So hope you guys have a great Memorial Day weekend, and uh, we will catch you next week with another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast.